My mum always said life was like a box of chocolates. I am Iron Man. I see dead people. May the force be with you. To infinity and beyond! I will not die sober! Happy New Year, and welcome to Pop Horror Review, the movie podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hi. And today... Happy about that? I, I jumped right in. I am very happy about that, because it's the new year. 2020 is in our rearview mirror. It's 2021. No, but I was I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I feel like the movie gods knew what was going to happen in 2020. So they were like, here's like an amazing collection of movies in 2019. Because like, I consider 2019 to have one of the best like groups of movies within this decade of this wrong of the 2000s 2010s personally but i was like wow they must have known because like now like our highest grossing movie is like bad, bad boys, boys which life. is which was a good movie but like bad boys for life which and like i was thinking like avengers endgame would never have been made if it was 2020 that would have been pushed back for years because they could not film it and i was like they knew they just knew the movie guys knew so okay. yeah we're done with 2020 like get that out of here we're done thank um, god you want to explain we're gonna, what we're doing today? Yeah, so we're going to talk about... First, we're going to talk about our least favorite movies of 2020. And then uh, we are going to talk about the best movies of 2020. And I just have to say right now, as of... When, what's today's date? December 27th. I still have not seen Promising Young Woman. And I just want you to know that it's not on my list. And it will be probably like the number one movie. So that's why I didn't talk about it. Now, what if it's not on your list? If you it, actually it end be up on hating my list. it. It will be on my list. I, I just know. It's just one of those movies where you're like... That's you already know that it's going to be on Jimmy's list. Like, regardless, if that, everyone like, hates it, femme, Jimmy will love femme it. fatale. So it's going to be a fun time. But I also think, like, my, my I was looking at my list and I was like, because of the, like, the Oscars were pushed back, like, all, like, a lot of also good movies. Like, Promising Woman probably would have been released earlier. A lot of these other ones would have been released by now because it's the end yeah, of the year. Like Nomadland, Minari. Like, I haven't been able to see those yet. Oh, I want to see Minari so much. Um, what is it? But, One Night in Miami. I was looking at my list today. I'm like, Tomorrow I can rewatch three new movies or just watch three new movies. I'm like, oh, my list has completely changed. Mm-hmm. So right now our lists are this. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Could they change? Sure. Yeah, I I really feel that. I mean, I also missed a lot of movies. Like I haven't been able to watch them yet. Um, I haven't seen Marini's Black Bottom. I haven't seen Sound of Metal. So like, there's a lot of movies I still haven't seen that are out yet. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is just. You know what? Since 2020 was just a massive fuck up, this list is going to be a massive fuck up because I haven't seen most of the movies. So. No, yeah, exactly. I didn't see Marini's Black Bottom. I didn't watch The Trial of the Chicago 7. I didn't watch The Sound of Metals. So it's like, by the time we get to our Oscar review, this list is probably going to be, <laughs> it's going to be completely, completely different. different. <laughs> we should, that's what we also, should do. I can tell you that during the quarantine, I mean, not a lot of new movies were coming out, but I was more interested in catching up on movies that like I've never seen before, like I watched yeah. like Malcolm X, like all these older movies that I've never seen before. So I was in like a, I want to watch these older movies now, but while I have the time and then they kind of just kept going. <laughs> I wa- I went on like a horror binge for like a month or two. Yeah, you had like a horror binge. I had a horror binge, but mine was, you know, movies that were made for like $3. Finally. Like I went to go watch all the classics. Now what I did in quarantine, I watched a lot of, I rewatched a lot of movies and watched some that I never saw, but. I mostly just watched garbage reality television. Yes, he did. Oh so. God, he did. <laughs> so, oh wait, before we start though, I want to tell the drink. Oh, we still have a drink. The drink is we called. Had a drink? We did. The drink is called. We have a drink every episode. Why I, does I, that surprise everyone? I don't know because we didn't have like it's not a movie. Because I haven't drank any of them in months, so well, I. The drink is called See You Never Twenty Twenty. It is pink lemonade, gin, and champagne. It's okay. classy. I like pink lemonade. I like, <laughs> and, and you know what? it tastes like pink lemonade. So you probably like it. I don't like gin or champagne, so. Jin subtle, subtle gin, Jenny mm-hmm. subtle. Okay, yeah, Jenny subtle. So we're gonna start with our least favorite movies. We're gonna start with number ten, which is like not the worst film of the year, but like you know it's up there. And I'm gonna go Matt. What is uh, your number, number 10, ten? Is the, su- what's your it, least favorite? No, I, 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 we we went through I, this before the I podcast. Just I know what's a, happening. No, no, no. I had a, a a mind fart. Okay, for a second. Can I just say some honorable mentions before I start ten? No. Okay, I'll say it at the end then. <laughs> um, my number ten is Super Intelligence. Ah, uh, I watched three minutes of that and fell asleep, so I can't. Say yeah, I fell about asleep. That. So it wasn't funny. Everything was in the trailer. I'm not saying it was like a terrible movie, but it was like there was n- no substance to that movie. I was like, uh, okay, okay. I've definitely seen worse because that's not even on my ten. Okay, my number ten is The Secret Dare to Dream. What is that? Oh, that was <laughs> it's a Katie with Katie Holmes. Holmes. It was one and, of the um, 
It's one of the 1999 rental movies that they released on demand. But that came it out is... in 2020? Yeah, it did. But it's yes. 1999. Oh, nine. No, was... 99 cents, oh, he said. Okay. It was like the dollar, $19.99 oh, oh, okay. premium rentals. I watched this movie because Angie read the book and she wanted to watch it. And obviously, there's really wasn't much for us to do. So we watched it and it was the most po- one of the most pointless movies i have ever seen nothing made sense at all like hallmark lifetime movies the princess switched is more interesting than this Ooh. movie <laughs> wow so that's a statement right there mm-hmm. well cuz like at least there was something going on that i could like make fun of or mm-hmm. be like oh shit oh my god here's when here's when the mother's like i'm sick and then all this other shit you know like normal like hallmark lifetime movies and like this was just like I felt like it was a thousand hours. <laughs> just like there was no, I just it was it was just very silly. I don't un- understand the purpose of it, to be honest. Can I say that's how I was kind of like for the worst. That's how I was kind of like rating it. I was like, if it was really bad but kind of funny, it kind of got knocked down my list because at least I was able to make fun of it. But if it was bad and I was like, I can't even like joke about it. I was like, straight up to top five. Mine, I feel. Oh, I like, forgot we didn't say Jimmy. Yeah, one of you, one of you guys, gotta get mad at me for this. But my number 10 film okay. is Extraction. Oh, okay. I thought that was one of the laziest written films of all time, and I hated it so much. I know why you said who's going to get mad, and it's not me. Because <laughs> I didn't fu- care. I understand. It's not a great movie. I just like the action part of it. That was so bad. Yeah, and I, I also just like Chris Hemsworth. I'm not saying it's, no, yeah, it's not, it's not, not best. A, it's not worst for me, at least. It, it was hit my list. not a good movie at all. Oh, okay. you guys are gonna you guys are gonna yell at me for my next. What is it? Two. Then? I'll start with not. Oh, nine. Star nine yeah. is the hunt. That was so stupid. Oh, it was so. Oh, it was so like too on the nose. Oh, it was ridiculous. I, and, I like that. the hunt. And they hyped it up too much. We're like, oh, we had to get. We got canceled for a second. We're coming back. I was like, oh, that's exciting. And then it was like, no. Well, it made no money because then three the days last... later, the that was the last film I saw in a theater. That was the last film I think we all saw together in a theater. Yeah. So I can't. No. I can't say anything yeah. about it. So, like, it's 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 up there. Kelly, <laughs> what's your number nine? Like a boss, <gasps> I mine too. Hated that fucking movie so much. I never like. I was so disappointed. Well, first of all, not disappointed because I actually never wanted to see that movie in the I first place. I like Roseburn and I love Tiffany Haddish, but this looked so fucking bad. And then when we saw it, it was so fucking bad. And like, I was, I, I was just like, no, like this movie is a definite no. It was not funny. The chemistry was off. This it was just ridiculous on all levels, but not a good ridiculous. Ridiculous as in I don't want to fucking watch this Selma, ever again. Selma Hayek's teeth and eyes were like way too white. <laughs> her um, eyes, no, her eyes were not white. Her eyes were like super pink or red or something like that. No, but like the whites of her eyes were oh, like yeah. white. And then uh, I mean, it was an hour and like what fifteen minutes, and it felt like three hours. Yeah, yeah. I just like I did. We review like a boss. No, no we that just was went the to first. See it for fun. That was the first movie I think we saw of the new year. I believe. Well, no, I saw movies before that, but. Oh, I think I've been my first movie of the new year. But see, like mine, yeah. mine that was on my honorable mentions just because I did laugh. I did laugh at Tiffany Haddish sometimes, so I was like, it was bad, but at least I laughed sometimes. So it was on an honorable mention for me, at least. No, it's it's my number nine, so we can move back right to Matt because number eight. Number okay, eight. number eight. You guys are gonna yell at me. Number eight is New Mutants because I hated that movie. I know you hated it. I was sitting next to you. That's the first time you had movie theater popcorn. I did. That was the first time. And it was and it was my first like. Real, I mean, that I can remember my real official drive. It was like we saw Independence Day and Twister I was like, drive in. That both came out in 1994, and I was born in 19 or like 95 or something, and I was born in 94. Like three months old. Exactly. So this is my first <laughs> one I can remember, and it was just boring, and I enjoyed the popcorn better than the movie. I enjoyed New Mutants. It had a lot of potential, but I enjoyed the acting in that film. I liked. I'm, it wasn't I'm a Taylor great. Joy. It wasn't a great movie, but um, I. I, I watched it again, so I'm willing to watch it again. So it wasn't terrible, but like I'm not mad at you because I was just like I can see why you didn't it, like it. I, was I, don't say, I, I don't think I can watch it again. Kelly, what's your number eight film? Scoob. <laughs> I fucking hated Scoob. Surprise! Mine's movie, a little higher. Up. Mine is too. Was yours is Scoob also? <laughs> no, mine is it. Scoob is number seven, so we're just jumping a little bit ahead. For and me, mine, but, Scoob is number six. So. so. <laughs> Scoob ruined like I that wasn't even Scooby Doo. I don't even know what the fuck that was. That was just garbage. Like no, it to, was no. That was that it, was a hot mess. That was a hot mess. That was really bad. The trailer, and you guys bought it. <laughs> the trailer, yeah. The trailer. You don't want to talk about that, I was, Kelly. The trailer. I was actually like, oh, this looks really funny, and then it just was not Scooby Doo. Yeah, they lost the essence of Scooby Doo. Like it's like 
like the Adams Family movie, like the animated one, like it didn't get great reviews, but that was actually really funny and stayed true to Adams Family. Like Scoob was just like it just was not Scooby Doo at all. It was just like a random fucking animated film. The only good thing about that movie is while it's unfortunate they didn't ask Matthew Lillard back to voice Shaggy. Will Forte was very good. As I was Shaggy. just about to say that. Yeah, that was my only thing I liked about it. He was the only good part of that that movie. Otherwise, yeah, no. So that was my number seven. But let me talk about my number eight, okay. which was okay. Brahms, The Boy Two. Oh. Wasn't Katie Holmes in that, that too? Katie Holmes wasn't that. Yes, it was. <laughs> Truthfully, I don't remember a thing about that. I just think it. I think it was a prequel. I don't remember. I just remember seeing it and like this is terrible and that's all I can remember. That's all I can well, remember I, from I, that movie. I didn't see it so like I can't even add Same. anything now, onto that. Now the first boy was not great <laughs> until like the last five minutes when the biggest, it's one of the biggest twists for me and I was just like this is so freaking creepy that I was happy with it. This way I did not like this one. I didn't. I forgot that came out in 2020. It was like January. It's one of the things I actually saw in a theater. I think, hold on. I saw one, two, three of these in a theater out of the, t- out of the ten. Does I've only seen count? one. Yeah. Oh, so then one, two, two. Two. And then one for my best. Oh, yeah. I've seen two of these in the theater. That's it. Yeah. So On my list. Uh, Matt, what's your number seven? seven? We're up to seven. My number seven is Fantasy Island. Oh, I like. I kind of like that. It was just no. The idea. I thought you said it was really bad, Jimmy. It was, yeah, but he like did not not bad enough to make my top ten. Like I had asked. You literally that I texted me after you saw it and said that was fucking terrible. Kelly, Kelly, we have to be honest. This is Jimmy. You know that he will say something to you, and then we get on the podcast, and he says the exact opposite <laughs> to the audience. I mean, it might. You know what? It's not on my letterbox top bottom ten. So maybe that's why I didn't. Is this about your it. letterbox? bottom 10 yeah i got all these from my letterbox okay. for my ratings so. basically he didn't want to do any other work <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> I did this at work for like three seconds no the idea was like i was like co- sort of interested at first and then like within about 10 minutes i was like well this is stupid what is yours <laughs> kelly project power because the premise of it was such a waste which one was that with jamie fox with jamie fox oh i forgot about that movie but it, i don't remember it wasn't like one of my worst exactly i was like it's not great but it wasn't like worst i top 10. that was the bit i put it up there in there because i was like it was such a great premise and they fucked it up so badly like this would have been a great series if I they agree. had actually taken care of it so i was like just solely because they ruined a premise because uh, it's like the movie did so bad i don't even think that they'll revisit it to make a no it did very well actually it was in there it's in their top 10 i think of all no, time critical. netflix oh, yeah but critics oh, i think you meant like in audience wise sorry no, well, audience-wise, there's nothing else to watch, so everyone's going to watch it. It has Jamie Foxx and... Um, well, Dominic Fishback was very good in that movie. Dominique. Well, no, Dominique Fishback. Who's... The, oh, shit, I can't remember his she name the, right now. Joseph Gordon... No, not her. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like, you had two people who, like, attract people to watch it, so I could get that, but, like, I don't even think they'll ever revisit it, to be honest. But actually, I was just... I just happened to quickly look at the Rotten Tomato score, and the critics is actually higher than the audience. That's funny that I said that. Never mind. The critics is 60, mm. the audience is 47. I just, I don't understand. Like, it wasn't a great movie. It's such a wasted premise. Okay, well, I mean, my number seven was Scoob, was... which we already talked about. So, Matt, your number six was Scoob, which we already talked about. Okay, Kelly? <laughs> the Witches 2020. That's in my honorable mentions. Uh, see, I, that... I, that wasn't on my, like, my the bottom of my letterbox, so I didn't remember it. It was so disappointing. Can so this list... disappointing. Sorry, Kelly. Can this list be literally changed if you actually did some work and thought about movies you did not like? No, well, I go by my ratings. I know, but you forgot about it. Just well, did you but not it, like witches? It was like two and a half stars. Literally, all of these are one star and below. And you okay? So what I'm saying is, now you're thinking about witches. Would you put? No, that on I would not list? put witches. Okay, in that's here. what I was asking. What was okay, your six, what's your Jimmy? number six, Jimmy? No one saw this movie. It's cool. Gretel and Hansel. Oh, okay. I watched it at home after after I rented. I went to actually rent to Redbox, and I was like, I'm going to rent these movies. And I watched Underwater first, and I was like, that was a great fucking movie. And then I watched Gretel and Hansel, and I was like, this is the most boring, weird film I have ever seen. Visually, it was beautiful, but otherwise than that, I mean, they have a scene where they get high in the woods, and I was like, what is happening? So, no, it was not good. One star. Would not like. 
Would not recommend. Would not recommend. What number are we on? Six? We're on five, five now. Oh. Number five is a tie for me. It's a Christmas tie. Oh, my God. Uh, it is Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square slash The Christmas Chronicles 2. Okay, well, I didn't see any of those. I only saw, like, the end of Christmas on the Square, but I feel like I did see it because, Matt, you should totally go watch Trixie Mattel and Katya <laughs> Review Christmas on the Square. It's so funny. No, that's all right. I can't relive that movie. <laughs> either of those movies. I, I love the first Christmas Chronicles, but this one was like... I just want to say this. I like Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell together, but Goldie Hawn, I don't think, has done... An, has she ever done an action movie? Because this is an action movie, pretty much. Yeah, she on like... Snitch? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. No, she was. She got like an Oscar now, or like a big nomination for like a being in the military thing. Because you can't see my face, obviously, because it's a podcast. But I watching the movie, I can just tell that there was green screens around her, and they were just kind of like, "Look to your left, look surprised, look to your right," and she kind of almost looks unbalanced because she doesn't know what to do. And I was like, I was like, "Stop, please turn this off." Kelly, your number five. Coffee and Kareem. Oh, I didn't that see was that. So actually. bad. It, I don't even remember it. It was terrible. It's Ed Helms, right? Yeah. Taraji P. It, Henson. It was so bad. Jimmy, you were five? The Grudge, 2020. Oh, I didn't see that. It was. I forgot about that. Thanks, iTunes, for the 99 cent rental, so I didn't have to actually really pay for it. And it made... They literally, like, were in Japan for all of three seconds, and then the curse moved to America, and I was like, that's that's not The Grudge. The Grudge takes... It should have been in Japan, but no, I mean, it had good actors but it there was just oh god it was so it bad. looked bad when we saw the first look at new york comic-con you were like that looks great and i was like that looks so terrible oh, because i like gory shit and it was just not good at all and then they had like you literally had like um what's her face from the hunt betty gilpin like the her character just did nothing She's john cho did nothing um lynn shane was probably the only person i actually remember from that She's movie from insidious right yeah and then you had the girl from um she was in um Silver Linings Playbook. Jackie Weaver, literally one of the worst things I've ever seen her in. It was so bad. Mm-hmm. Matt, what's your number four? My number four is Doolittle. You just watched that like two days ago. I did. Ago. We watched it. Was that it? came out in 2020? Yeah, it was, it was like January. It was the same. It was literally the same week as Bad Boys 2. Oh, the I only don't reason remember I, it. The only reason I remember that is because I was like, we were talking about which one we should we review, Doolittle or Bad Boys 2, and then we decided, thankfully, Bad Boys 3. Sorry, Bad Boys 3. But it's it it wasn't even like Robert. Down- I love Robert Downey Jr. He like literally can't do a wrong thing to me. But he was so bad in this movie. The movie was so bad. Did you like when he performed uh, Enema on a Dragon? I didn't like that. Um, what? Yeah, he yes. perform. He sticks a giant like vegetable up a dragon's butt. Um, okay. Weirdly though, the I la- the only time I laughed was Kumal Nanjabi's um, ostrich voice. That was the only time I laughed. Very okay. very very scar- uh, sparsely, but. Kelly? Um, maybe it's because we just recently saw this one, but I put the prom because I really hated the prom. Uh, okay, now that, that's that's when I can actually say I really enjoyed that one, so I had to disagree on you there. I, can't I did say, not like the prom at all. That, that was more of like a, it's not great, but it's not um, bad to me. So I can see, cause yeah, you didn't like it, so I can see you putting it there, but I gave that four stars on my letterbox. Is that on your best list? No, it's not on my best list. No? My best oh, okay. list. Don't, oh, I thought you were about to like, no, no, my right best now. list I think is within f- like four stars and up, but it, it, the prom wasn't in there. Oh, okay. The prom um, felt like six hours to me. <laughs> it did. <laughs> my number four was Hubie Halloween. Um, one oh! of the worst things Sorry. I think I have ever seen in my life. I hated that movie with a passion. I can't put that there. I I can't put that I, there either. Uh, I, it was so stupid. Oh, can I say a fun? I, I oh, laughed sorry. really hard during Hubie Halloween. So. You saw, I literally almost like vomited. You almost hard vomited. I was, I was like, this is the stupidest thing I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, but you also hate Adam Sandler, I feel like. Yeah, so. He does hate Adam yeah. Sandler. But I like, 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 just go with it. I like, but like, great I did watch Murder Mystery over the quarantine and like, this was stupid too. Um, We we recently did our Wonder Woman uh, podcast and I was watching the first one and I was like, who did the score? Because it's amazing. You know, the guy who did the score for Wonder Woman did the score for Hubie Halloween. I was like, who I was would, the score? No, no one like very well known, big. I was like, well, I would have never guessed that. <laughs> I was I like, that was Hans Han Zimmer. Zimmer didn't do the first score. Oh, my bad. Because I was just like, I, you know, I got confused because I've been listening to the 1984 score. Mm-hmm. So like, I, it's it's Hans Zimmer. So yeah, that's yeah. why I was like, oh, OK. Hey, Matt, your number three worst film of the year. I'm curious where it is for Kelly, but mine is Artemis Fowl. I never finished Artemis Fowl, but it was really bad, so I don't know if I could put that on there. I didn't watch uh, it because... I 
Matt said it was garbage, and Kelly was like, I was so bad I couldn't even finish it. So I was like, nah, I'll skip it. Thanks. No, Jimmy, you'll hate it with a, you won't be able to make it 10 minutes. There, it, nothing happened in it. It's literally like yeah. one long boringness. Nothing. Yeah. Well, my number three is Jingle Jangle because I hated that too. So is mine. <laughs> I, li- I liked it, but not like a best or worst. No, I it thought was it was garbage. So- yeah, un- so unremarkable. The acting was terrible. The music wasn't great. It was just, it was not good at all. No, well, I think we have the, we have the same. What is, your na- what is your number two? The turning. Mine's the turning. Mine's the turning. <laughs> I told you, yeah. We had, oh, we had, we actually got like a cinema score for that. Like they were like, like I remember that was like I gave that like an F because I, we were watching <laughs> it, and I love Mackenzie Davis. I like. Um, uh, the Brooklyn. Brooklyn, 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 something, whatever from the and, Florida and Project. The this, uh, he, thing. he's a hit or miss, but I thought like it was gonna be this creepy, uh, produced by Steven Spielberg. I thought it was gonna be this creepy, goth, yeah, creepy gothic version, and it was just so bad. And literally, it just ended. And people in the theater were like, it, "Is it over? Is that it? Like, what just happened?" And it was so bad. Oh if you want to go yeah. watch, if you want to go watch. The what this is based off the turning of the screw. Just go watch the haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix because it's the same story and much better. Well, here's the thing. But, I only watched it because I was like, you guys said it was so bad, so I was like, oh, you know what? Let me try. It. Let me let me watch it. You actually it, paid money for that after I told you no, not to. Because I was like, I couldn't understand. How, you guys said it was so bad. And like Rotten Tomatoes was like zero. I was like, how bad could this be? I was like, how bad? bad? And I and I had some spaces on my my worst list, so I was like, I can fill it up one. So I watched it and I was like. Oh God! This is like it's like a it's like a no, it's, nothing's happening, and then the ending. I'm like, oh, okay. And I read about it. And I found out what it was, but I was like, oh, okay. Kelly, what did you like about the turning? Everything. Like I, first of all, it wasn't scary. I was so confused. It felt like there was Same. a thousand different stories going on, and then when it just ended, I was like, I literally turned to Jimmy and I was like, did this movie just end? I was like, is that the end of the movie? Like, are you serious? Like, it just ends? Like, I'm like, I don't understand what happened. I was like, was any of it real? Was it fake? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I, I've never watched a movie and basically watched, like, it's like I just watched air. Nothing happened. There, nothing occurred. Nothing stuck in my brain. I, there was a random hand flying around everywhere. Like, <laughs> But, like, what I didn't understand... It was, Okay. And then when we found out in the car on the way home that Steven Spielberg produced it, I was flabbergasted. He was supposed to direct it, but like stuff fell through, so he just ended up producing it. For some reason, I feel like he was just like, I don't want to deal with this. Just I already said my name has to be on it, so just please don't talk to me about it. Um, but I feel like I read online that like, the ending was supposed to be like she saw herself, but I was like, why couldn't you why, why couldn't you just put that in there? Like, Why do you have to cut it when you don't see it? I'm like, it doesn't help your movie. It does not like, whoa, look at the avant-garde ending we have. I'm like, it makes it terrible. Like, I don't know why you couldn't just, it wouldn't have made it better, but like, at least put that part in there. Like, why are you cutting things by accident or that looks like by accident? I now, our, Matt, our should... number one, I think me, then I, if if we haven't seen Kelly's number one, so it's not the same, but me and Jimmy, I'm pretty sure have the I'm, same number one. I really one. hope you don't have the same number one as me because you if, just, what is it? Three, 365 days. Okay. You like fast forwarded through it. I sat and watched the entire thing. I watched about maybe 40 minutes of it. I watched two hours of it. <laughs> Me and Jimmy are watching it at the exact same we're time. We're just texting each other. Kelly, I'm shocked. If that's just not your number one, I'm shocked it's not on your list. Because I know how much you said you hated it. Well, it was like, but like, it was funny. Like, it was bad, but it was funny. But my number one is because this movie absolutely appalled me. Appalled. Like, it was disgusting and it made me feel like a terrible person. Cuties. Oh, I heard. yeah. I cuties is really fucking terrible. Like it is disgusting. This movie. Like I have never watched a movie before that made me feel that fucking gross. Like I felt terrible after it. I did. I like literally was sh- guilting myself and shaming myself for even watching this movie. I forgot about it, that movie. It is so bad and it's disgusting. Like just like. Oh, it's oh, I hate that movie so much that 365 days was terrible, but it was so funny while I was watching it that like it kind of trumps over it because I enjoyed watching how funny it was. Oh, no, that was that surprised me. Okay. What about you? Yours? Okay. It's 300, my mine is 365 days. It was just it's oh. like a Beauty and the Beast, like, r- but like rape story. She literally 
has like 17 different hair style changes. But, is that what bothers you yeah. about this movie, Jimmy? That was the main thing. Like, you're no, being kidnapped, like... so let's go get to the salon <laughs> and get my hair done. Like, what? I forgot about 365 days. But the thing is, like, you know how we kept texting each other and we're just like, I feel like I should call 911 for her? Yeah, Ke- Kelly was I've... like 15 minutes in front of me, like, throughout the whole thing. She goes, I'm watching 365 days. And I was like, well, I got nothing to do right now. Let me start it. <laughs> so, like, uh, and I was like, I feel like I should call 911 for her. Like, during cuties, I was like, someone needs to call ACS, CPS. Someone needs to arrest this director for ev- for doing this. Like, that's how bad it was. Like, I don't even want to tell you guys to watch it because it's so bad. You know what's funny? I was just kind of like, before we did the podcast, I was just happening to look at, like, best and worst movies of 2020 to see if I forgot anything. And, like, I'm shocked that I didn't see cuties on anything for the worst list. I think because people just forgot about it. Maybe. I did, too. Can I say my honorable mentions before we sure. go on to the best? My honorable mentions are Sonic the Hedgehog, The High Note, The Witches, oh, I kinda, Like I a Boss, like Sonic the Hedgehog. and The Wrong Missy. Those are my honorable mentions. That They weren't bad enough to be in the top 10 worst, but they, were, they weren't good to me. I didn't think Sonic was that bad. It was okay. Oh, it, was, it was stupid. It was, what was the second one you said? Enjoyable. It was Sonic, The High Note, oh, The I, Witches, Like a Boss, and The Wrong Missy. I like The High Note, so. That was like nothing. It was like a movie. Just nothing happened. That was, that was a pretty boring movie, yeah. but it... The other ones uh, are definitely way worse than it. Yeah, okay, so you want to start on our top 10, Matt? My number 10. What is your number 10 in your top 10 films of 2020? My number 10. This is actually going to be really like surprising. I don't know why I like this movie so much, but it was Clouds on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah, that was really good, It was though. very, very good. Very and good. And the soundtrack is very good. Oh, I've listened to it multiple times. That was just, just a side story. Like, me and my dad happened to be watching it together, and, like, my mom walked oh, in, and, like, we were literally both crying, me and my father. I was like, I was like, Mom, she was like, should I not watch this movie? I was, she had to hide in her room so she couldn't even hear the sound of the movie, so she couldn't cry. It was a sad movie, but it was just, I liked it a lot. I had one movie on my top ten that I was, like, on the verge of crying, but, I'll, you know. What's your dumb retention? No, Kelly's let it go. Oh, we're going sorry. in a, in a circle. Sorry. You can't no see our can circle. No one can see our circle, but okay. <laughs> we're going in a circle. Well, we're going in a triangle because there's only three of us. Yeah. But okay, the uh, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Then it's a D- DC animated movie that just came out. It is so good. It's it was so good. Like I love it. I've rewatched it a couple times, and it just resets the entire DC animated um, movie continuity. And it's just, oh. Like I, this is why I wish you guys would watch the DC animated movies. No, I heard it was actually really good. They're excellent. It has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's excellent. Um, my number ten is Defy Bloods. Oh, I'm kind of surprised it's that low. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, like I have it higher. That's same. Why. No, same. So that's I, why I was surprised. I have. I thought. I truthfully, I think the Chadwick Boseman scenes bring it down for me because I thought he was just there. Like he didn't like. If you need to have that for the story, you do. But he was I there just for think a bit he the didn't promotional. do it. He didn't. He didn't perform well in that film. I think. I didn't think he was like, oh my god, like, we're, like trust me, Marini's Black Bottom was so much. His I, performance was so much better. But I didn't think he was like bad. I think that Delroy Lindo and Jonathan Majors like really stood out, as well as the um, I don't remember the actor's name, but the the guy who had the um the Asian daughter. You oh, okay. find out like they were all yeah. amazing and. I also, cinematography, everything about that, but I just uh, there was just something about it that made it bring me down I, to my top ten. I know why. I understand. I, I understand. But I feel like I feel like I know why. I feel like you like um, Black Klansman so much that this movie could not even hold the candle to it. That's true. Black Klansman, I think, was my number one of 2018. No, I, I think know that was my favorite film of 2018. But you so. said it's like your favorite, one of your favorite films ever in general. Yeah, yeah so that's I why Black Klansman. I think it was just like it's like saying. To, I'm trying to think of like a comparison, but like you know what I mean, like. You just it couldn't shine as bright as Black Klansman, mm-hmm. but that was. I no, I understand what Jimmy's saying though. Like Chadwick Boseman, he was good in it, but it was almost like he was really just there for clout. You didn't have to have his flashbacks, to be honest. Like it could have just been a story that they they narrated. Like you didn't have to see them. Yeah, see, like pers- they could have just been like, "This is Cap. He was our friend. We buried him here," and then we could have just had a flashback of the younger ones, like. You know, burying him, being like, this is where he died. Like, he didn't absolutely necessarily need his monologue scenes. See, but personally, I liked the flashback scenes, but like, but I also didn't like the flashback scenes, too, because they had Chadwick Boseman, who was younger, and they had all the older men oh, playing I love that. themselves 
I love, but that without part. like any like CGI de aging. Yeah, but I like that. I, but I, I didn't. That, yeah. I didn't like that. Maybe that's like, why we're, it's different. We have right? so much technology now. Like you could have de-aged them even just a little bit. But like they were like, nah, just put them in there. We'll, we'll be fine. See, but I got I grew to their characters more because you saw them. Number nine. Mine is an Apple TV Plus anime movie, Wolf Walkers. Very good. Mm-hmm. I would recommend for anyone to watch. I have not watched it yet. Oh, so good. It's like it's a Pixar movie that Pixar didn't make it. Kelly. My number nine is a Netflix Korean movie called Hashtag Alive. It is really good. It's about, um, a, I have a thing about zombie apocalypse and post-apocalyptic movies. Like, I'm a sucker for them. So it's about a zombie outbreak that happens and about this one character who's trapped in his apartment for months. It's just pretty much him alone. And then he only meets one other person who's alive. So it's basically like they're isolated the entire time trying to survive in this zombie apocalypse and figure out like where do we even go from here is this even worth it so it's like more of like a it's a very character driven movie versus like a zombie movie it i would recommend it uh my number nine film was palm springs oh, okay i forgot about that that's in my honorable mentions i like highly enjoyed christina malati andy samberg just the whole movie was great it was that was a very good movie it was like i didn't care for that one i remember it was like happy death day but no slasher so i was happy what are we on eight yeah, number eight. My number eight is not surprising to YouTube. But I feel like people listening because this thing get it was supposed to be a well received movie. It is Eurovision Song Contest: The Story of Fire Saga. Ooh, I actually uh, have that way higher. It was higher, <laughs> but things brought it down. I actually don't have that on my list at yeah, all. Yeah, but you didn't care for it as much as me and Kelly did. I enjoyed it greatly, but yeah, it was. It's just not no, in my top ten. But me and Kelly weirdly like love this Obsessed movie. Obsessed <laughs> with it. You, if you listen to our old podcast about it, you literally like. Yeah, it's good. You're like, oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> we were like, this is what we needed. This is the movie that we've been waiting for. Literally. It, and was I... like, it was like Will Ferrell's comeback. I enjoyed it so fucking much. And it's, I'm just like, the music is actually really good. <laughs> yeah. I will say like up until like a couple months ago, it was like my number three. Like until more movies started coming out. I was like, you don't just like the music. It was just the act. I thought the acting was great too. Like the music, the acting, this, the, the, this, the, the movie itself. I'm like, I want to go to Eurovision now. I was like, this made me want to go. Because Will Ferrell didn't make fun of Eurovision. He actually like embraced what it was for exactly. what it was. And he actually portrayed it very well, despite it being a comedy film. So that's why I was just like, you know, this is a great movie. <laughs> well, my number <laughs> What eight, number are we on? Eight. eight. Oh, oh your turn. No, anything. it's your turn. I forgot. Because you're talking about Eurovision so much. I know. Number eight is The King of Staten Island. Ooh, why are that higher? Oh, I didn't like that movie. That's not anywhere. I loved that movie. It was a big surprise because I, I generally am not a fan of Pete Davidson, but I think The King of Staten Island was very good. Yes, I'm not a fan of Pete Davidson either, but I don't know. Judd Apatow just knows how to get these comedians to just bare their souls and just make great freaking films. See, I disagree because I thought it was boring up until like the third act. Number eight is... Kelly's going to think it's too high. You're going to think it's too low. The Invisible Man. <gasps> what? Uh, actually, uh, I See? hate The Invisible Man. <laughs> she thinks it's too high. You think it's too Oh, she's going to hate where it's my, on my list. I hate The Invisible Man. <laughs> I quite enjoy I The mean, Invisible woman. Man. No, The Invisible Man. Invisible Man. Oh, my bad. I hate The Invisible Man. <laughs> I thought oh. the cinematography, the score, Elizabeth Moss. Oh, it was just the scene in the restaurant. I remember just watching that and... You just, I'm like, I was like, hey, why is there a knife floating next to her? And then all of a sudden, like, her sister's neck is slit. I was like, oh! This is the it, only movie on my... It had its... Oh, yeah, sorry, it you, had, go, you go, Kelly, sorry. you go. It had its moments. Like, I'm not going to deny the cinematography, because that was great. The score was good. The knife floating thing was great. I just thought it was the most boring movie ever. The whole premise just did not interest me at all. And I turned to our friend Jenny and was like, is this movie fucking over yet? And she's like, I don't know, but I feel like we've been here for an entire night. <laughs> now, did you think she was good? Who? Elizabeth Moss? I mean, I, personally, like, because I'm a fan of The Handmaid's Tale and she's incomparable in that role that I was just like, it's nothing new. Like, I didn't think it was anything, like, new, to be quite honest. See, yeah, well, I'm, I mean, I'm very biased because I, like, love this movie. Like, but to, but was... essentially, yeah. But that's the thing because I was just like, I've seen her do better. So that's why I'm just like, it's, she did well, but I've seen her do better. But she... no, to know, to go off Kelly's story where we, she was saying when she talked to her friend, I literally, we were all saw it together. No, wait, wait. We all saw it together and I turned around and, like, my jaw was, like, on the floor and Jimmy's like, did you like it? I was like, 
oh, this was a fucking amazing movie. And you're like, thank you. <laughs> no, okay. So Matt's reaction to The Invisible Man is literally last summer my reaction to Midsommar. Where I like you had people who were like, this is the worst thing ever. And then right next to like, so it was me, Matt, and then my aunt and uncle. My aunt and uncle thought it was the funniest thing ever. It was so bad. They In were a bad like, way, laughing yeah. the whole time. And then Matt on the other side of me, I'm just watching this. I'm like, this film is the best cinematic experience I have ever seen. This will be remembered for years. This is the best thing I've ever seen. So that's like what Matt had with the Invisible Man. We hear people like, this is so boring. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I liked it. It was good. And Matt's just like, oh, it was amazing. Oh, it's so good. But um, so Matt, what's your number? We're up to number seven. My number seven is Tenant. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I don't have Tenant on my top ten. What? You don't have is it on your top, top 10, 10, Kelly? What? Yeah. What? What's your number seven? The Five Bloods. Okay. Jimmy? Hey, this is the movie I watched last night, and I was like oh, okay. crying a little bit. Uncle Frank on Amazon Prime. Oh, oh I've been meaning to watch that. So good. And I mean, Paul Bettany in that film was great. I'm shocked you don't have Tenet. You usually love... you. Christopher Nolan movies are usually always on your top ten. Okay, now... I think it's maybe because I just like watched it on my TV that maybe uh-huh. it was. I didn't get like that cinematic experience. But you just said you did. But Kelly, he's doing it again. He said something uh, now yeah, on the I podcast. Know. No, 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 no. I was, I was going to say, I'm like, I just said this for the Wonder Woman podcast, but I, I don't, yeah, I just don't know if that maybe affected it or if it was just the story. I was just a little too confused at parts or. But I'm surprised just it's not even like your number. Maybe now if you were to have like. The fact that it's not in your top I ten at it, all is a little yeah. I think I gave it a three and confusing. a half stars. No, I'm just saying because like I know you like just if you think about the filmmaking aspect too. I know like sometimes that's how you rate things as well. So no, I didn't. No, like filmmaking aspect that can be like one of the best films of all time. But I just thought the story really brought it down like a lot because right. it was so simple. It was so simple and yet confusing at the same time. Well, that was a shocker for me to not hear yeah. to hear that. I would thought that would have been like at least. I'm quite 10. shocked too. I'm I'm quite shocked too. I'm surprised it's not. I mean, like I would have, I would have thought that you would have at least. I thought it was going to be high up, but like from what you're saying now, I I'm still shocked it's not like nine or ten for you. Same. Yeah. Uh, we're on six. We're on number six. Now, this is a tie for me as uh, on the best list. It is the Devil All the Time and Enola Holmes. What is with you and ties? Like no, just pick one and that's it. Okay. Well, it's a tie between the Devil All the Time and Enola Holmes. Okay, well, I only saw Enola Holmes, and I was like, okay, and I never saw the Devil All the Time. Has anyone three had, like, like three hours? And I just don't have it's that time. Two, it's less than Wonder Woman, so it's not that long. But um, it's not Wonder Woman. It's two and a half hours. It's like ten two minutes hours less and than Wonder minutes. Woman. Uh, I watched the first minute of it, and then I turned it off only because I was like, I'm not ready for this right oh, now. <laughs> it is. I was. I was like, oh, let me just watch it because I. I'm just. Uh, I'm a Tom Holland fan, so I was like, oh, I'll watch it, and I was like so surprised by the movie it was so good and then it's Holmes, just i, I have to be in the movie it. no yo, you're gonna have to be in the movie it is a movie you have to be in the mood for i will give it that but those two movies that's why I like it was equal for me like they're both great enola holmes is like an honorable mention for me because i was like i loved it but i like these other movies better but my number six is borat's subsequent movie film really? i was okay. i was actually very surprised about how much i enjoyed it because i don't care too much for the first borat no, to be honest not. and I didn't have high hopes for this, but like I watched it and I was laughing the entire time. And I also enjoyed that it actually did have some substance to it. So like I actually think it was pretty good. So I, I have to put it up there. And because the girl who plays his daughter is fantastic. Maria Bakalova. Absolutely. Yeah, she was fantastic. So I had to put Borat on here because I was like, I actually thoroughly enjoyed that film. She is great. I, the only thing with Borat, it's like it's a good movie, and I get what you're saying, but it, it didn't hit me in the like. It just, it just didn't reach that like top ten for me. But I see what you're saying. Like all those things you said were good. Jimmy, what was yours? My number six is the thriller Run. Okay. I had run on my list at number 10, but it kept getting, I mean, higher, but it kept getting pushed down and then it eventually got pushed out. Sarah Paulson is genius in this film. It is so tense. And the ending, I was like, I, my mouth was on the floor. I was like shocked at that film. I can see it for me being sort of like an honorable, it's not on my honorable mentions, but I can see it being in that level. It was good, but it was just like, I've seen that story before, I feel like, until the end. But that was just me. But did we all say everyone's six? Yeah, so you're number five, mm-hmm. man. Number five is, oh, I just realized this coincidentally, The Five Bloods. 
We already talked about that, so. Yeah. Kelly, you're number My five? number five wow. was Emma. Emma is oh. so good with Anya Taylor-Joy, and I'm shocked that Jimmy still has not watched I've it. watched that. I watched that in, like, March. He says he doesn't care for it. Oh, I forgot. I thought that. it was okay. I, I think Emma is excellent. It made me, like, it got my feels going. I think Anya Taylor-Joy was amazing in it. I think it was funny. I love the, I love the costumes. Oh, I just I really liked Emma a lot and I didn't think I was going to like it that much to be honest when I went to see it in the theater which is my only other movie that <laughs> I think I saw in the theater I haven't uh. seen it yet but it's on HBO Max right yeah oh, I no, have to watch yeah. it no yeah I thought Emma like it was like you know before I started watching like other movies it was like up there I think I gave it four stars but it just kept getting kicked down would you say it's equal to prom with your four star rating no I like prom better okay Oh. My number five is we talked about the story of the King of Staten Island. Okay. Okay. So number my number four is Soul. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it is I beautiful. I do not care for that movie at all. I know I said this before, but it was like top tier Pixar for me at least. Oh, it was so good. Is it The Incredibles level? I don't is look that. Stop is, saying that. That is how like, I. That is how I do Pixar well movies. first of all yeah but the incredibles is your favorite movie not ours exactly i was like incredibles isn't top tier for me it's a very good movie but it's not like top five for me top it's five is toy like story. the story story the toy stories inside out and then like soul soul wasn't that mm. great in my opinion mm. i mean it was good but soul had beautiful beautiful graphics oh. like the it was beautiful but I did not care for the story. I didn't care for the characters. And I don't know. I thought it was a I'm I am I applaud Disney for going for like try, telling that type of story for like taking a risk, but I just didn't I I don't know. It was it was interesting. It was well, an interesting movie. Two things. I think I've never seen in an anime movie like New York look so beautiful and realistic. First. And second, Kelly, did you like Onward or Soul better? Onward. Really? And I know you don't really care for Onward that much. I did not like Soul really wow. at all. Oh, I love Soul. I didn't I didn't like the otherworldly beings. I did not like their I did not like the way they were portrayed. I did not like their animation at all. You didn't all. like the Jerry's? No, I didn't think the Jerry's were I thought it, they were weird. I didn't like the way they were drawn. Um I highly disliked Jamie Foxx's character. Um even did you though like I Tina think Fey? I th- yeah, she was all right. I didn't think that I I don't think I was supposed to like Jamie Foxx's character because I think that was the point of it. But I just I didn't find any of the characters memorable and I didn't connect with any of them. Oh, wow. OK, we have very different viewings, I guess. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm just very excited for the Trent Reznor Atticus Ross score because they're like the best composers right now. Um, My number four. You might you might be happy. I have a Christmas movie in my top four. Oh, I know what it is. It's happy. Wait, season. are we at number four already? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy I, skipped oh, you. I skipped you. I'm sorry, because oh. you talked about Soul so much. Mine was Tenet. We already talked okay. about Tenet. So <laughs> I have a Christmas movie in my top four, Happiest Season. Can I tell you, that was in my top ten, and it was like bumping up, bumping down. It's now in my honorable mentions, but it was. Oh, that is a really good movie. Can I just tell you that oh my I gosh. had a soft spot for Kristen Stewart in that movie? <laughs> what would you say? Oh, soft spot. I had a soft spot for Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart's his baby now. He's just like, I have like, to protect her at all costs. protect her. M- Mackenzie Davis, don't you hurt my Kristen Stewart. But no, I thought Happiest <laughs> is a great surprise. That was very good. I was not expecting it to be that good. And I was not expecting Kristen Stewart to be that good. So I was just very happy with that movie. Are we up to number three? We're up to number three. My number three is Mank. Oh. Very good movie. Just the way it was. It's, I love David Fincher also. Maybe that's why. I feel but... like Jimmy's like, I forgot to add that. <laughs> oh, no. It's on here. I feel like hey, that's his like, number one, I feel like. Um, but I feel like it's it just I love David Fincher. But I just I thought it was very interesting. And the, the, the filming of it was beautiful. And I watched something recently about the visual effects about that movie. I did not realize how much visual effects were in that movie. Yeah. And it makes so seamless to me. I mean, OK, well, Mank is on my list. We'll talk about it in a little bit when I get to it. But I'll give my discussions on Mink in a bit. I wow. never watched it yet, so. What a tease, Jimmy. <laughs> yes. Got to keep listening. Kelly, what's your number three? We already talked about a Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> okay. My number three, and I think you guys are going to think that this is a little low on my list, but it's Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Um, no, because I know what your other two are. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's low on your list. Like I knew, I knew you loved it, but it's like not even on my list. So that's that's I, one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, like 
give me these characters in another movie, please. Like, I would love a Birds of Prey TV show on HBO Max, if you're listening. Anyone who runs HBO Max, Warner Media. <laughs> um, a Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie, amazing, given just let her be pretty much, like, the Harley Quinn from, like, the TV, sh- like, the animated show, and just, sh- like, give them the R rating, Kathy Ann, just kicked ass, and it was just great. I love that movie so much. I saw it three times. It's opening week. It has one of the best soundtracks ever. Yeah, I listen to that al- like album like all the time. Still. That was a good soundtrack. The Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend scene is one of the best film scenes this year. Is that your favorite DC movie or EU movie? Yeah, probably. It beats Wonder Woman. Yeah, because I was at first when we reviewed it, I said it beat Wonder Woman. Now rewatching the two Wonder Woman, I think those are the top two, and then it's right below it. I'm not saying it. it's a very it's top DC, but I mean I, it's not like the Dark Knight. No, I'm saying DC EU. Yeah, my number two. Is well based on. I didn't realize Kelly didn't like it this much. I forgot about that. But it's Invisible Man because I love this movie so much, and it, everything about it is beautiful, and I love it so much. <laughs> and that's it. Kelly, your number two. My number two is just solely because of my own personal taste. The Old Guard. I fucking love the Old Guard. Can I t- thought it was a great sleeper hit. Can I tell to you? Be honest, I was waiting for you. I was like, because that's in my honorable mentions. Because at first that was that and Palm Springs were up there, up top, and then they kind of got pushed down, but. I was waiting. I was like, Kelly loved that movie, so I'm really curious where she... And I forgot about it. And then thinking about it now, I was like, oh, okay, number two. Cool, cool, cool. I can see that. The Old Guard, I watched almost twice in a row. Like, as soon as it finished, I went to go watch it again. But then I had to eat dinner, and then I didn't finish it. It's a great but movie. It is a very good movie. It was a surprise I, hit. I didn't think it was going to be that great, but I loved it. And I loved the premise, and I could not wait. I am still waiting for them to be like, here's the sequel. Same. Here's same. the sequel. Because it was really great. The acting was great. Um, the way they tra- they almost translated page for page from the comics. So that's why I was just like, this is just like a testament also to the comics. Like for the fact that you could translate it page for page and it's like still really good. Like, you know, because this was like, when did Olgar come out? Like June? July. Yeah, June, July. Summer. So we're still like kind of in the heart of the pandemic, and we were like, I don't. It may have been because we were so movie deprived, but mm-hmm. like, I loved this movie. Like, oh. But also, like, they teased the sequel. Like, they they literally gave a sequel, put it in a silver platter, and was like, here you go. And I'm like, I need an announcement. Netflix, where is the second one, please? I know. I love the old guard so much. I I just loved it. It was so good, and the action was excellent. I know. Same, Jimmy. You number two. What do you think it is, Matt? Well, I know you're. I know you're top two. I just can't. I forgot which one. Which one do you think it is? I want to say Mank. No, it's Trial Chicago Chicago Seven. Seven is my number two film. I woke up election day morning and I was like, I don't know what to watch. I have off from work today, so I was like, let me get something off my mind from this election. And then I decided to watch probably the most political movie kind of this. (laughs) Literally the most that and Borat. (laughs) So I I watched it and I was like, oh, that was that was my first five star movie of the year. It took till like November sixth for me to watch a five star movie. But yeah, it was just great. That whole cast was great. The way they Aaron, I love Aaron Sorkin. He literally writes like you need to like literally just pay attention to the screen. But it was great. You can't you can't like you have to like look. You can't like be distracted if you're gonna watch an Aaron Sorkin movie. And Sasha Baron Cohen is genius in that film. Now, I'm I'm just going to translate to one because my number one is Trial of Chicago 7. What? And Whoa. I want to say just based on like acting, I love Sasha Baron but I thought like literally there was not one person that was a bad actor in that movie. Everyone was like, I was glued to the screen. I was like literally like, I literally cannot take my eyes off of it. And it felt like it went by within like five seconds. It was so good. Oh my God, I loved it so much. I still haven't watched it. Oh, Kelly. just Maybe I'll as- watch that tonight. Just let us know what you think about it. Watch Kelly. You'll be like, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, what's your number one? Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, I'm actually kind of surprised. Oh, by that. Wow. I don't know I why. I didn't have that in my top 10. I had it like I was thinking of it, but I wasn't sure. I have to put I like it. it it's not just because I just watched it. I literally loved every aspect of Wonder Woman. It's one of the most cohesively good movies I've seen in a while. As in the acting was good, um, the story was good, the like everything just came together very good with like in it. Like I only have like one or two qualms with it, but other than that, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I think it's just I I like ugh, like the my repeat watch of it can, is going to be like an infinite amount. 
up until January like twenty third, and then you gotta wait till it's coming on. No, TV. then she'll go to the theaters and start. She she'll start. Uh, she'll, her she'll, AMC stubs will reactivate. Yeah, she, her A list, and then she can keep going. Jimmy, my number one film of the year so far. I have not yet seen Promising a Woman once again, <laughs> but Mank. These lists are gonna change. These lists are definitely gonna change. I think we know. I think we really should like by when we talk about the Oscars, like just say our top ten best. Uh, top ten best twenty twenty again. Well, but 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 well, no, but these aren't going to be twenty twenty anymore. Like these movies, like, like Minari doesn't come out till February. That's true. Yeah. But okay. never mind then. I am um my number one film of the year was Mank. I love David Fincher. I think he can do no wrong. Um, you also love film, so I love was, uh, old film. I watched Citizen Kane like the week before it came out, so I think that actually very helps a lot when you watch Citizen Kane. Gary Oldman, I thought was very good, though. I think Lily Collins was the standout in that film for me. I thought she what? was excellent in that film. I was surprised when you said that. Uh, is this a joke? No, I thought Lily Collins. I like whenever she was like, I wanted her to come back to the screen because I was like, she is so good. Now, wow, I, I was able to watch it on a big 4K TV with with surround sound, which most people are not able to. But if you can watch it with surround sound, because while it is. It, they they filmed it with mono uh what they filmed it with mono audio it is like you're sitting Explain in what mono audio is. it's pretty much just like the speakers on your like the two front speakers it's not it's not made for surround sound but the way they edited the the sound was it was like you were sitting in a movie theater and it was echoing throughout the movie theater like if you've ever seen an old movie like in like with the fathom of events or just like a, a reshowing of old movies how it echoes it was that's how it it just echoed through the theater it, like it made me almost like i was in the theater like it echoed throughout the room uh, the the way they filmed it was in black and white only there is no color print of this film it it um was filmed with this graininess he filmed it on film he filmed it with the um like little film splice dots that you see in fight club and other they call, they call cigarette burns yeah. in fight club so i mean I, this i think is just one of the best films of the year i'm hoping david fincher finally gets his oscar win for this film i will say though the only thing that i'm like pushing back on is like i thought i thought the whole cast was great but i thought lily collins wasn't in it enough to be like oh my god she's amazing i thought amanda cypher was the best part is that what I had to say about Mank? Yeah, and that's it. That yep. is our top ten. Well, can I say my honorable mention? Well, I have one honorable mention. Okay, because when I was yours. making this, I I almost took Defy Bloods out to put in <laughs> the Babysitter Killer Queen. I had the Babysitter Killer Queen on mine too, but then I, I, loved I knocked that it down movie so much. So much. She that was in my honorable mentions for a while, but then it got knocked down. My honorable mentions are uh, the Happiest Season. Wonder Woman 1984, Palm Springs, The Old Guard, Birds of Prey, and then a documentary on Disney Plus called Howard, which was very good. Before we go, last year, our friend of the show, Hannah Blackwell, uh, me and Jimmy's cousin, was on the show to talk about her favorite movies 2019, so I thought it'd be fun to keep that tradition alive and have her talk about 2020's favorite movies and worst movies. So uh, I spoke to her earlier before the podcast, so let's uh, check out what she said. Hey, Hannah. Happy New Year. How you been? I'm good. Happy New Year to you. I um, miss you guys. I know. I miss you too. It's so crazy that you've been, it's literally been a full year since you've been on the podcast or we've seen you actually, in all honesty. Yes. So We didn't know it then, but it was going to be a full year that we hadn't seen each other. So now that, that that's why this just makes it now a yearly thing. You're going to be on our, our <laughs> yearly review podcast. So get ready for that. Okay. So start preparing for 2021 now. Just give me a heads up. I will. I will. (laughs) So I want to know first, like, since we were in quarantine and all that stuff, like, what have you been, have you been watching movies? Like, mostly movies, mostly TV? Because we all said, my brother said he was watching old movies. Kelly said she was watching, I think, horror movies. And I said I was watching reality trash TV. So what have you been (laughs) watching? Um, I've been watching movies and TV shows. I went back to, in the beginning... I went back to a lot of comfort television, things that I just love so much that I needed to watch again. And some new things, some new things that would pop up. I did make a list in the beginning of quarantine when we weren't working Mm -hmm. of things that I wanted to watch that I hadn't watched before. And I got sort of through that um, and went back and forth between different things. But 
But yeah, I mean, I would probably say mostly comfort things. I mean, that's the best way to do it. But also like now there's Netflix, there's Hulu, there's Disney Plus, there's HBO Max. Do you have all those? Um, yeah, I do actually. Well, I just got HBO. My parents got it. So I got in on that. Okay. So, and there's, and there's so many movies now and like now it was like no movie theater. So it's like where they were just premiering shit on all these things. So like what were sort of your, what you can think of your favorites of what you've seen this year? Um, the thing that sticks out like the most to me was that the Hulu movie happiest season. Oh, that was so good i love that that was on jimmy's top um, 10 actually so he he said that was his that was in his top 10 and that was in my honorable mentions because i love that movie yeah i loved it too it was i didn't know what it was going to be going into it and i was just excited for all those people that were in it but i really loved that one um i'm trying to think of of like other new stuff that i saw have you seen um the trial chicago seven no i haven't that was my number one and it was uh may zing i heard i've heard good things about that what else was in your top 10 so so my top 10 was i'll tell you really quick it was the chicago the trial chicago 7 invisible man it was mank it was soul the five bloods uh then there was a tie between the devil all the time and enola holmes uh Uh tenant eurovision wolf walkers and clouds that was my as of right now we all said that this okay. is going to change within like three days because yeah. there's gonna be so many new movies coming out soon but because this year was yeah. like wild because they're coming out later instead of this year it's crazy but did you see any yeah. of those um i did see eurovision because i was watching it with a friend and uh, surprisingly really funny okay good because me and kelly have a special place in our heart for that movie because it's hilarious and the music is yeah. so great i thought it was funny i didn't know i didn't know what to think with that um it was a surprise but- yeah i actually haven't seen as many of those as i wanted to i know like soul just came out and i plan on watching that yeah because that's like i've seen a lot of um you know highly anticipation you know there's been a lot about that because they were going to release it earlier in the year right they will get ready to get very introspective with that movie because that's your brain goes on a on a on a ride in that one oh wow did you see the five bloods um no i didn't um there were things that i put on a list to watch and i just didn't get to them like i wanted to no yeah i know i think the problem is that people just got so into like re-watching their favorite things because like the world was burning so like let me feel comforted in my home and like i think a lot of these new movies went under the radar a little bit yeah yeah i think so too i really i'm totally guilty of that i went back more to comfort things and didn't watch as many new things as I wanted to. And then, I don't know, then we went back to work in June. And I kept up with what was coming out. But I definitely want to, wanted to watch Tenet. I was going to the other night. And then I did. I, I needed to be in a, in a place for a two and a half, two and a half hour Nolan movie. <laughs> it's very true. It went, for me, it went by kind of fast. But it, it, you do. Yes. A lot of these. That's also too. A lot of these movies. It's weird timing for 2020. Like you need to be a certain mind for a lot of these yeah. movies. And I'm like, 2020 does not provide that mindset. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. There, that's exactly it too. Cause you got to get in that place. And it's an adjustment too, for these big, huge movies, mm-hmm. like a Christopher Nolan movie. And even something like if there are any superhero or wonder woman or whatever, that kind of stuff, it just seems so odd for yeah. it to be in your home instead of making a big a deal out of it because like you know we're i'm a lot like y'all in that way where you want to go experience it mm-hmm. in the theater that's like one of our favorite things well luckily jimmy's crazy and he has a very big tv and surround sound so we're luckier than <laughs> most because people don't usually care about that stuff in their homes. so we're lucky that we were that's thinking your heads i guess were there any movies you watched that you were like wow that fucking sucked we watched, me and a friend of mine that I've been hanging out with during quarantine, uh, watched Bill and Ted, and it was, I wouldn't say that it sucked, uh-huh. but it was just, like, ridiculous. But those are those movies, though. Those are those movies. I'll give it to you, um, but I, I gotta push back a little bit, Hannah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I wouldn't say that it sucked. I'm trying to think if there was anything that I saw that I... I don't think there was anything that I hated. Well, that's good, though. That's that's the good thing, because I filled my worst list very fast. So that's that was the bad part. Y'all watched a lot of stuff. 
um yeah we, like we do it for our free podcast that no one gives us money to so <laughs> <laughs> well i mean sometimes it's really fun because i'm like oh i know that i shouldn't watch that because you have your opinion i am like gonna listen to yeah for those you know like well, um, there was this one movie that I that surprised me. I don't know if you guys have seen it. What movie? Called um, Fat Man, where did, Mel Gibson plays Santa Claus. Did you like it? Because I heard it had bad reviews. I haven't seen it. I actually did like it in this weird way. Like Walton Goggins plays like the assassin that the little boy hires to kill Santa, and Santa is Mel Gibson. It is really dark, <laughs> but it's funny too, and it wasn't. I don't know. It. I saw it in Redbox, and I don't know what made me get it, but it was actually pretty good. I don't know. I would be interested if, if y'all watched it. Maybe I have see. to watch it. It's in Redbox, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really want to pay $20 for it, but I yeah, will pay no, a dollar was, for it. Yeah, you can totally do that. So I, I got to let you go now because you have a lot of movies to watch. I know. I feel so behind on new things this year. You know what? When you come back for 2021, you'll probably have more movies than us anyway. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for coming on again. Thanks for having me again. I'm happy to be here and I love y'all's podcast. Thank you. Well, well, hopefully you can come on maybe not once a year and maybe we can see each other maybe not once a year. So yes, better, more sightings and more podcasts in the next year for sure. Well, Hannah, thanks for joining us and happy new year. Happy New Year. You're welcome. Bye. Anyone have a final thought? Any hopes for 2021? I hope it's much better than 2020. That I can go back to the theaters. Or just I can leave my house, really. Um, I'm just, I just want to go back to the movie theaters. Wonder Woman 1984 really made me miss movie theaters. I just... Cheers to 2021, guys. Oh, I thought you were going to say cheers. But okay, whatever. We can move oh, on. oh. That's all right. We can move on. We can move on. <laughs> cheers. Thanks, Jim. Bye. Cheers. <laughs> okay, guys. So thanks for listening. Check us out anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Popcorn Review for uh, our social media. www.popcornreview.com is our website. Check out TitanCast. And we'll see you again. Bye. 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 That was a Titan Cast episode.